0: Good Tuesday morning, my winning circle people. As you can see, really haven't found another name. So I'm just going to go to winning circle because I like a circle because a circle can come full throttle. And that's how a lot of our lives are. We start at one particular point. And we we'll just keep on going around and going around, and it go. Some things you don't understand what's going on in your life, and you just keep going around and around and around and around. And then eventually, your life comes full throttle, and you understand why you took the routes that you took. Which, in a way, somewhat, somehow, some way coincides with, you know. What I'm talking about today. Yeah, I know. If you listen to me, you already know that I'm extra. I used to say that I'm a little extra and I'm a little dramatic. I'm just extra dramatic. Hey, I'm extra dramatic. That's what I am. So, when I was talking about the going and, oh, let me say, hello again. My, I just want to talk people. You know that I love you with the love of Christ and I thank God for whoever, Is listening, and I pray that this day finds you doing well, baby. I'm looking outside. It is sunny outside, and the sun is shining. The S-U-N is shining, and the S-O-N is shining as well. Yes, I'm on the inside because, you know, I work from home, so therefore, boop, I'm on the inside. But anyway, today I want to talk about how to proceed. Have you ever had, you know, just going through things in life or just going through life and life asks you a question and you sometimes you, you understand why you got there and sometimes you don't understand how I got here. I have had, but I am 48 great years old and I had a birthday last week, but And I thank God for every 48 years, it's a lot of people who have a problem with birthdays. It's a lot of women that don't want to get older. But, baby, I feel like I get older and I get better. I feel like as long as God is pumping life in me and my heart is going that I should be going to. So I thank God for every day, every year, every minute, second hour. I thank God for it all, baby, because I am 48 great years old and God has blessed me to be seen and not viewed yet. So, hallelujah, hallelujah. So, anyway. Back to how to proceed. Life asks you a question. And, and a lot of times you may not ask how to proceed. Sometimes that how to proceed is in a point of what shall I do? I got this bill due. Do. What does someone say? I got a light bill due and I got a gas bill too. And Lord, you know, baby, I don't even want to talk about gas. So I'm going to skip that part. The telephone is disconnected. Trying to wait until your next paycheck, the baby—how you gonna provide the food? And the baby need a pair of shoes, and I mean, just everything that is just coming out at one time, and 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 even though you wanna go and hit the strip pole, you know that you can't work your life like that. And so the inside is screaming, and the outside is asking, "What am I going to do?" Lord, how do I proceed? I was reading. You know, I'm coming with the with the Bible. I was reading Second Chronicles 20. Have you ever had those moments where you just flipping through the Bible and you're like, okay, God, then what we're gonna talk about on this podcast? Because we are late, but it doesn't matter. How what we're gonna talk about? So I flipped it to Second Chronicles 20. Cause really, I had like faith taught as I'm already. A topic but that's just not the way that this life happened today so I was reading 2nd Chronicles 20 and you know the topic it says Jehoshaphat's prayer and also Jehoshaphat's victory Jehoshaphat went through a lot in the 20th chapter I really do not plan on reading all of it and if you hear me you take a little gap that's me and my handy dandy bottle of water I'm taking a squeak of my water, because, you know, you got to get your water in. Okay, so it start off where it says it came to pass after this, that the children of Moab, the children of Ammon, and other beside the Ammonites came against Jehoshaphat, and then then some people came to Jehoshaphat, says a great multitude against thee. Baby, that's a whole lot of people. Coming against you, and I know, like I was talking about, all of those bills and all of those situations that come again. Uh, that's all at one time when you feel like you just surrounded on every side. You like, okay, God, I'm the leader. I'm supposed to have this all together, but I feel like it's trying to get me together, and I'm falling apart. And Jehoshaphat took his first position. And that was a position of fear. Now, we all know that when, it, when it's some outside forces that's trying to come in and mess with the family or mess with your normal flow, your first thing to do is to have fear, especially when you begin to feel a little bit overwhelmed. So fear steps in. hmm, Because the kingdom was suffering violence. Because they were trying to take Jehoshaphat out. And then it says, Jehoshaphat set himself to seek the Lord and proclaim his second position. And that was a position of fasting. You know, a lot of times we have different positions in our life. And those positions don't always lead you to God the way that you thought they was going to be. Or they don't always lead you to the place that you thought that you was going to be. But eventually, if you walk it right, it's going to lead you to God. Okay, and then it says Judah gathered themselves together to ask help of the Lord. We know, baby, I don't care who you are or how much of a sinner you are. Baby, you know how to call on the name of the Lord. Baby, the biggest devil knows how to call on the name of the Lord. I don't forgot what I was watching, and this lady was talking about she don't believe in God, but baby... When things started happening, that was the first name she called, and they just turned and looked at her. They was like, "But Maxine, you said you don't believe in God, and that was the first name you called when trouble arrives." So you could tell me all you want to that you don't believe in God, and I'm gonna let you rock and roll with that because I, if you know like I know. I know that you're going to call on him. <laughs> Even when you don't want nobody else to know that you're calling on him. You're like, hey now, look here, God. This ain't, this wasn't a plan. i for been to maintain tearing you down. You ain't supposed to be coming in here tearing me down. But since you're here, I, I need some help. Because we know how to call on the name of the Lord. And I know that you know God. Okay, so we got the people. That have came together. See, this, this this is what when he seek the Lord, Jehoshaphat and the people of Judah seek the Lord. Guess what they asking God? They 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 talking to God. This is his position of prayer and that position of prayer. How do I proceed? I got enemies on the north, the south, the east, and the west. God, how how do I proceed? What do you want me to do? I said, you know how powerful that was because he reminded God of his word and he, he seeked God. He was in a position of prayer, whether he was on his knees or standing firm, baby, him and the people was in a position of prayer. You understand what I'm saying? And in that position of prayer, guess what happened? The spirit must have fell on one of the men because the man. He starts speaking, and he said, be not afraid. This is in verse 15. As I said, I'm not going to read it all. I'm I'm sure shir- I'm sure instead of emphasizing I'm sure So verse 15 said, be not afraid, nor dismayed, which means trouble. He said, by the reason of this. Great. I love by the reason. Come on, God. Come on with it. He said, by the reason of this great multitude, he said, for the battle. It's not yours, but God. So it already lets you know that He said, "Don't be, don't, don't be disturbed by the reason, because it came for a reason. It came to disturb the people for a reason. It came to disturb your life for a reason." God said, "But don't be scared or dismayed or troubled." By the reason he said, because this battle, even though it's looking at you, it don't even belong to you. That's a lot of things in our life. It don't. It's looking at you, but it don't belong to you. God have already solved the problem. He's just waiting on you to just stand on the solution. And then says, tomorrow go down against them. He said, behold, they're gonna come against you and he, he done already told him what well, the people was going to be at. Baby, when you stand still on God, baby, God will give you the answer to every problem. He said, you don't even need to fight in this battle. He said, set yourself, stand still, and do a see the salvation of the Lord that's with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, do not be dismayed tomorrow, go out Against them for the Lord will be with you. Baby, that's all we need to know is that God is gonna be with you. That's a lot of times we move prematurely, and God just wants you to stand still. And you're like, God, but this is God say stand still. You say, Lord, but you don't understand, what God says stand still. But God, I got if 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 I don't, then God says stand still. He said, It's not if you don't, it's if I don't. He said, I got this. I just need you to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Like, stand still and watch me work. That's what I need you to do. I need you to stand still and watch me work. Because I've already got, while you're trying to figure it out in your head, in your little finite mind, he said, me, the infinite person, the infinite God, I've already got it figured out. I just need you to not move prematurely. I need you to not try to put two and two together and get four on your own. I already got the math to be mad. I already got it worked out for you. I just need you to stand still because the victory it already belongs to you because I'm going to be with you. So you can already go ahead and stand in victory because I'm going to show you which way to go. I done already told you where they're going to be at. So, yeah, we we going to go. He didn't say just you. He said we going to go out against them, meaning that I'm going to be with you, baby. You may not see me, but I'm beside you. I am Within you, I'm going to lead you, guide you and direct you to victory. If you let me, if you stand still and don't move. That's what I need you to do. OK, and so Jehoshaphat, it said he bowed his head with his face to the ground. It said in all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, they fell down before the Lord. And guess what position they was in now? They was in a position of worship. Baby, God done gave you the answer, baby. He done came and, and soothed the situation. You can't do nothing but give him worship. Give him what is due. Give him worship. Give him praise. Because that was the next situation. That was the next position. The people got together. Jehoshaphat pointing out, okay, baby, y'all going to sing. I need y'all to get, get the choir together. Because the God done told us we got the victory. We're going to go ahead and get our song on. We're going to go ahead and get our praise on. Mhm. He said believe in the Lord your oh God. So she so you shall be established. He said believe his prophets. So shall you prosper, baby. Look, it ain't nothing like having a a a strong leader over you in your church, in your life. Somebody that's strong and is going to stand on the word and that's really going to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness so that the victory, so that overcoming, so that the turnaround, so that everything can be added unto you. Somebody who's going to seek him first. Somebody who's consulting God, not just trying to use God as a sugar daddy or use God as the by and by, but somebody that's walking firm in the word of God, that's standing strong with God, that have a straight relationship with God, and that can say that I am a friend of God. He calls me friend, He leads me, He guides me, and He directs me into all righteousness. Baby, when you have somebody like that that's the head over your life and know that they are really praying for you. And seeking God for you, baby, it doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You know that person is going to lead you to Christ regardless. Look, I have Melissa. I call her first lady. I'm going to always call Melissa first lady. I thank God for her. She is somebody, and I've said this before, that I don't have to talk to every day. Baby, I don't have to talk to every week. But I know that she got me in mind. I know and when she do, she praying for me. I know when she sent me a message, say, hey, I was just thinking about you. That's one that I don't mind because I know what her thinking comes some praying. She is praying for Sharaka. So, and I thank God for her daily. I do. I thank God for her daily. I thank God for introducing somebody like her in my life. And even though when we first got introduced, we weren't even thinking about no God, but we thank God that he got us here to this point to where God came into our simple life. And saved the both of us. And look at us now. Look at us now. So I thank God for her. I pray that each one of you that listen. That y'all have somebody like her. In your life. Somebody like Melissa. Get you a Melissa. I ought to put that on the shirt. Get you a Melissa. That's what you. That's what you need to do. Get you a Melissa. So anyway. OK, so. In verse 21, that's where we're in this position of praise, where we got these singles coming together and they already singing. They ain't even made it to where they going to fight, baby. They in route, like Brother Willis said, they was on their way somewhere, baby. they was in route. Them singers, baby, they was already praising God and singing for the victory. There was already before, it said, and when they began to sing and praise, it said the Lord caused the ambush to come against the enemy, against the children of Ammon, against Moab and Mount Seir, he said, which was coming against Judah to smite them. It said, for the children of Ammon and Moab, they stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir utterly to slay and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Shur, everyone helped to destroy each other. Baby, you sang and you got your praise and your worship position on. And God said, you don't have a need to fight in this battle. Baby, God has already fighting the battle for you. said that they don't belong to you, that they belong to the Lord. He said, when Judah came, they found bodies everywhere. See what's sitting still and standing on the salvation of God to do for you? Baby, when you show up to the place where the enemy was trying to take you down, you just going to find dead bodies. Everything is going to be dead. You're going to be able to just go in there and just reap the reward because they was able to get jewels. They look now, they're in a position of victory. Now they was able to get jewels, which is now a, a position of abundance. They was able to get jewels and and all kind of stuff. It's so much spoil to say it took them three days in order to get it all. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's what happened when God find you fights your battle. He already gave you the victory, and all you got to do is reap the rewards for it. He stepped in there and fought while you singing and praising God. Not worrying about it anymore. God done took care of it for you. That is how you proceed. Put all your trust in God. Lay everything at his feet and allow him to take care of it. Don't pick it back up because God ain't fixing it as fast as you thought he should. You thinking God done forgot? I was telling my daughter, I said, it's a lot of things. I said, we move in it because we prayed about it. We prayed about it. We prayed about it because we did. We asked God how to proceed because we saw the enemy coming. And we see that the enemy is trying to affect the kingdom. And we was praying. So just because you don't see the evidence of the prayer in your finite mind does not mean that God is. Is not working, honey. When you see the enemy pressing hard and harder, that ought to let you know that God is working because the enemy is really trying to get in the hearing now. Where he was going slow, he's trying to get in the hearing now because he said, If they call on the name of God one more time, I know my time is gonna be up. So I got to hurry up and destroy because we know that John 10 10 said that this nigga, this dude came to kill to steal. And to destroy, but God came so that we can have life and have it more abundantly. So the enemy is really trying to destroy. And that means that you need to really get in there and put your prayer foot on his neck and press. Press. This is how we're going to proceed. We're going to stand on the word of God. We're going to take a position of prayer and we're going to continue to press and in our presence, we're going to praise God, and we're going to worship him. We're going to give him what is due him. We're going to sing heavenly songs. We're going to shout a good hallelujah, and we're going to thank God because we know that he is working in the supernatural on our natural situation, and we're just going to thank him for blessing everything that concerns us, for perfecting everything that concerns us, and for seeing things that we don't see. You understand what I'm saying? We're just going to give God a good old hallelujah. And a good old thank you, Jesus. That's what we're going to do. I may play and joke around, but baby, I'm for real when it comes to God because I know that God got me on every corner, every cover. I know that there's nothing that happens in my life to God that God didn't already precede. He didn't already know that it was going to happen. Before Sharika was shaped and formed in fashion, he already knew. What was going to go on in Sharika's life? He even knew the plan that he had for me. He even knew on what day time that I was going to try to walk outside of the plan, but something was going to rear me right back in the position of where I should be. You understand what I'm saying? So we're going to praise and thank, because even in your life, baby, God already knows where you are. He already knew which position you was going to take, baby. He already knew about you. It's things about ourselves that we're still trying to figure out. We're still trying to figure out how to proceed. We're still trying to figure out who we are. And God already knows who you are. He already knows who you need in your life and who you need to exorcise from your life. I didn't say exorcise. I say exorcise meaning to cut them from your life because he already knows their motive of why they are there. Because a lot of times, the enemy also sends people into your life to kill, to steal, and destroy. We don't understand that the enemy use whoever allows themselves to be used. And that person will be there to destroy your life. That's why we have to always also check our motives and do a heart check. Matters of the heart. You always want to make sure that your heart is right and ask God to make you pure because you don't want anybody else to come into your life to destroy you. And you don't want to step into nobody else's life with the wrong motives to destroy them. You don't want to step into somebody's church with the wrong motives to destroy them. You do not want to allow yourself to be used by the enemy. That's why it's good to have a relationship with the Lord so that the Lord can point those things out and you be like, hey, that's not me. I didn't tell you that because you already know that if it don't line up with the word, if that thought don't line up with the word, that act don't line up with the word, then guess who it was not? It was not Jesus. It was not the word. It was the enemy that came and tried to play a trick on you like Eve. Eve got played a trick on the devil, switched up on her, trying to make her feel like God was trying to keep her from um, being like him, from knowing everything that he knows. And that's how he got her, because he saw that she wanted to be like God. And so he said, well, God don't want you to basically, but God don't want you to be like him. But let me tell you, if you eat this right here, then you're going to have the same knowledge that he has. And are like, OK, cool, then let's go ahead and eat this here. Let's go ahead and dip our toes up in here. Well, she didn't even know that she was set up for downfall. So we need to ask God to give us wisdom on which way to go and how to see the people that's even coming into our life. Give us wisdom on how to see them, how to view them and what they are there for. What is your purpose? Why are you here? Okay, in verse 26, let me go back. The um the people began to bless the Lord. So they was in a position of blessing. They began to bless the Lord. Luke, now they had already gave praise and worshiping, And now they're in a position of bless Because God done blessed them beyond what they even thought that they was going to be blessed. So they named the place Barak, which means blessed. So that's basically the beginning, the ending, and the middle of my story. On how to proceed. Because life is asking us questions. Every day. And you need to know how. To proceed. You need to know which direction to go. You need to know who to allow in your life. You can't get advice from everybody. You can't get counsel from everybody. That's why I told you to ask God to send you a Melissa. And also to send you somebody like me. I'm in your life. I'm going to speak the word on you. I'm going to tell you you the head and not to tell the first and not the last. You are above and not beneath. Baby, you are a capable, intelligent, virtuous woman living an overcoming life with all of your needs. Met you are a mighty man of valor. A mighty man of God, baby, you are created to win. You are part of this winning circle and you can do all things for God. God created you to do all things. And I mean, all things good, all good things, because all good and perfect things come from the Lord. I'm going to tell you to get into the word of God and see yourself for yourself. See yourself as God to, to show him you like he sees you. What gifts? Do I have what is my purpose for being here on this earth? God, use me. I hate to bring up this blues, a uh, song, but that man said, Keep on using me until you use me up. That's what we should say to the Lord to keep on using us until He uses us up and not let us take all of these gifts and talents to the grave and be. A full grave, a grave full of talents and potentials that was that never came into fruition. We need to ask God how to proceed in every area of our life. Your business goals, your talents, or whatever it is, ask God how to proceed. Even, and let me tell you, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I asked God to teach me, which I already had the greatest example from my mom and my grandma, but I said, teach me how to be the mother that this child needs me to be. That's what I asked God. And I can only say I believe that God did that. God gave us the relationship that I prayed and I asked him for. I asked him for all of this while Anissa was in my womb. I asked God for all of this while she was in the womb. I read to her because I wanted to, um, for her to be smart, I wanted to create this strong black young mind. And I didn't just read any book because I was in college, so I read My sociology books, I read math books and stuff like that. I would put soft music on my stomach. It was just different things that I did because I wanted to shape and rear her into the woman that I wanted her to be or that God wanted her to be. I wanted her to be smart. I read the Bible to her. You know, it was just so much that I did while she was in the womb. And guess what? When she came out of the womb, I did the same things. You know, I didn't put the headphones on my stomach, but I continued to read to her because I wanted to be a part of shaping a great young mind. You understand what I'm saying? So, mothers, if you're pregnant on here, ask God to teach you to how to be the mother. Because how to be the mother that that child that's in your stomach needs you to be. Or how to be the mother that your children that you have now needs you to to be and for God to continue to lead and guide and not just direct you but also that child as well and continue to speak greatness over them don't tell them they stupid and they ignorant and things of that nature my grandma didn't say that to my mom or my granddaddy either and my mom didn't say it to me and I didn't say it to mine we just don't use that in our vocabulary to to children because if you speak it that's what they'll become even when you don't see it, speak intelligence upon them. Speak wisdom upon them. I'm going to go ahead and end this because this is the. I believe that this is the longest um podcast that I done had to date. You know, I'm a good 10, 15 minute girl, maybe 20. Well, I don't know if I've done 20, but it's been about 30 minutes, but I just I enjoy talking to you guys, and I'm so glad that you listen to me, but I don't want to be taking up a major portion of your day, but Baby, it is March. It's just a great day to be alive. Every day, that's another day to be above ground. So, again, thank you guys for listening to me. This is my lunch break. I got 15 more minutes on my lunch break. But y'all didn't ask me that. But, you know, I'm going to tell you because we people. So, anyway, y'all, read your word every day. Seek God. Pray over your children. Pray over yourself. Pray over your job. Just pray, 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 pray. Baby, if there's ever a time that prayer is needed, it is now. And don't just pray for your family. Pray for other people's family. Pray for what's going on in Ukraine. Pray for the president because he's just as lost as we are. But anyway, y'all have a good, great, fantastic day. My winning circle, people, I'm still going to have to find another name. But until I do, baby, we winning in this circle, and that's all that matters. Be blessed.